Good morning, everybody, and welcome to episode 156 of the Quickie Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Hopkins, and I'm so glad you're here today. This is bonus episode number four of four, my Saturday bonus episodes. During this episode, we are diving into print proofs and press checks, a little understanding of those. So let's get right to the business, but first, here's the intro. Welcome to the Quickie Podcast, the daily interview show where we talk to graphic designers about their journey to the creative field, and we do it in 30 minutes or less. So, are you ready for a Quickie? All right, all right. So, pitter-patter, let's get at her. Just a quick little recap first. Um, of these bonus episodes. November 2nd was the first one that we put out and it was your intro to print. Why is print still relevant? Where are we using print? All different types of print and how to find a printer and how to request a quote from a printer. Then on uh, November 9th, we put out the paper and color episode. That's a deeper understanding of papers, how to select papers, what um, ink does on different papers, as well as sort of of best practices in selecting papers. Then we dive into color and understanding of color in print. Uh, On November 16th, we then launched the third one where we went into file prep. We talk about layers. Um, We talk about best practices on setting up your colors, your your dye lines, your emboss layers, your foil layers, and all that sort of stuff. Best practices for that, as well as sort of the, the file submission checklist, the things to check your file for before you send it into the printer, just to sort of save you some back and forth time and potentially save some costs on having to submit corrections. Now, in this episode, I said I'm going to dive into proofing and press checks, and let's get right to it. So after you have checked your file, you've double-checked it, it looks great, you send it into the printer, in 24 to 48 hours, you are going to get back your proofs. Now, there's a few different types of proofs that you will receive or you could receive depending on the project, depending on the printer, depending on your experience and comfort level with proofing and all of that. So let's just go through them here. The first one is a soft proof or a PDF proof. They will take your file, they'll render it through the print software that they have on their side, and they will send you a PDF proof. Have a look through that. Make sure nothing dropped off. Sometimes that's where it stops. You just double check that and you're good to go and you are in production. Other times you also get into the hard copy proofs. So you could receive a low res proof. This is often, you know, it's not color accurate. And this is usually shown or given to show the page order or something like that in or pagination or crossovers, things like that for your booklets and your brochures, um, you know, projects like that. The next one you could receive is your high resolution proof. This is produced on an Epson printer paper, so not the exact substrate that you're going to be printing the job on, but it will show, this is meant to show color accuracy for your CMYK. 
Um, it is very, very close to what will actually be represented on press. However, it is not going to be exact. More on that later, but don't get hung up on that. Um, this high resolution proof won't show Pantone color accuracy. There should be a drawdown that you request initially when you're submitting your file um, that will show the accuracy of that Pantone color. Um, and it's usually on the actual substrate that your job is going to be printed on. So that is the most accurate. The great thing about a Pantone or a PMS drawdown is they can also apply a matte coating to it to show you what will happen with your color after a matte coating or a matte varnish is applied because that will change it. That'll affect it. So definitely request a drawdown on your substrate if you are using Pantones. The next thing you could receive, and this is generally with packaging, is a another type of soft proof called a structural soft proof or a uh, sort of a rendering, basically, a rendering PDF of the packaging. This is to make sure that the printer is showing you and fully understands where you want your artwork to go, how you want it to line up on seams or crossovers to line up, where you want your artwork positioned with your scores and your die cutting. Um, so that would be the soft version. The the hard copy version of that would be your structural proof. This is generally on the same substrate you're going to be printing on. Not always, but generally is. This is meant to show you the physical form of where everything will line up. Not color, just where the lineup is, the die cut shape, how it comes together, that sort of thing. With a packaging project, you'll also get a high resolution proof and that is meant to be color accurate. So those are your proofs. Now, a word to the wise. If you are a graphic designer that is stick handling a print project for your customer, do not sign the proofs yourself. I strongly suggest the first step of filtering would be the person paying the bill. Most of the time, even though you're the designer stick handling the project, your end client is paying the bill directly with the printer. Have the person who is paying the bill sign the proofs. You can be there and weigh in with your customer and go through them together, but ultimately the signature on the proof to sign off the proof or the email saying this is good to print should come from the person paying the bill. Now, if you are a designer that is not only stick handling the project, but you are also the one paying the bill, maybe you've got a little margin built in there between you and the printer and the end customer or whatever situation you have set up. Even if you are paying the bill, whoever you did that design for, your client, they should be signing the proof, even though you're paying the bill. As a designer, for safety, the ultimate liability of the approval of those proofs should lie on the end customer who is receiving that printed material. They should be signing the proof. Most of the time, they're also paying the bill, but even in the event that they are not, you should still have them sign that proof because they are receiving that end project, that end printed material, and they are using that end printed material. You do not want to be caught up in a situation where you signed off on a proof that was missing something and now you are the one that gave the printer the okay to run that project, even if it's something that might have happened on the printer's side in their you know, working with your file or anything like that. Now, in the event of something like that happening, all printers that I have worked with and for 
have worked out a really, really good arrangement for both parties to help out because it's also the it's the printer's error, but it's also your error for signing that error off. So usually, a, you know, a favorable resolution is easy to come to in that situation. But that's my sort of best practices for proof sign off. Now, once that proof is signed off, then the printer goes ahead and gets started ordering materials, orders the paper if they haven't already, and all the bits and pieces that they need to produce this project from start to finish. And this is where press checks can come in. Now, press checks are rad. They are so much fun. You can also learn so much as a designer by attending a press check. So there's a few things to go over. When you go to that press check, number one, try and bring the end client as well. Not only is it a cool experience for them, but it's a great um, opportunity to have them, again, sign off on that press sheet. Even though they've already signed the proofs, have them signing that press sheet, again, is another layer of safety for you as the designer, just in case something gets missed. But it also includes them in the process. And that has always been a good thing um, from my experience. So when you're there at that press check, step number one, check the paper. Is this the correct paper that you should be printing on? Yes, 99.9% of the time, it will be, and it should be. That should be sorted. But oftentimes, printers will set up a print project on a paper that is not the actual paper you're running your job on, especially if it's an expensive paper. We don't want to be wasting really nice expensive paper in the early stages of a make-ready process. Later near the end of nearly set up, almost set up, you're going to run, the printer's going to run some of that paper through because each different paper substrate will change how the work lays down or how the ink lays down on that paper and it'll alter the colors, alter the image. And at the end of the day, they have to set up on the paper that you are going to print on, but they don't start there because that would just increase the waste of a really nice stock. So is that paper correct? If it is, happy days, move on to the next step. I would start with standing back from the console, the printer's console, or standing back from the work if you're at a screen printers, a letterpress printers, wherever you are, standing back, does it look good? Don't concern yourself with the fine details yet. Does it look good? If it looks good, you are well on your way. If you see something that's up, that's obvious when you're sort of standing back and looking at the whole thing, address it right there. If that proof does look good, if that um, press sheet does look good, awesome. Let's dive a little deeper. Check the drawdown colors. This could be comparing with a Pantone book, but also a lot of times it's comparing with that drawdown that you would have received during proofing, that you would have signed and approved also during proofing. Check that it matches that drawdown. If it does, fantastic. If it doesn't, Ask the pressman why. How can we get it to match this? This is the color we approved. Don't be afraid to ask questions. 100% do not be afraid to ask questions. Also during that process, and maybe even before you're checking that drawdown, check that the coating, if you have requested a matte coating, a soft touch coating, a grit coating, a high gloss coating, whatever you've requested, if there is a coating on that job, Make sure that that is applied if it's possible at that stage because applying that coating will alter the colors. Some coatings, it alters it very, very little, almost negligible. Other coatings, it alters it quite a bit. So make sure that that's down so you're looking at the closest thing to the finished product as possible. Grab that press sheet. You own that press sheet. Grab it. Turn it. Move it around. 
the pressman will have the 5000K or daylight bulbs in that press console. And yes, some people will say that it should o- color should only be compared or the press sheet should only be looked at under 5,000K bulbs at a press check. Yeah, sure. Well, that's all great and good. Very few offices or places where these printed pieces, the booklets, brochures, whatever they are, are used or viewed will be 5,000K bulbs. So yes, while that is the best practice for the print industry, you as the customer, you're looking to make sure that this piece looks good, the colors are on brand, and it's super clean and awesome. That's what you're there for the press check for. You're not there to make sure that it's going to look the same in all sorts of different lighting because the fact is it won't. So feel free to pick it up, move it around, look at it outside even, look at it in you know standard office lighting, look at it just away from the press console 5000K lighting. Does it still look good? It should. Happy days. That's great. This is also a great opportunity to ask for a loop. Now, the pressman uses a loop. It's basically a little magnifying glass is the easiest way to describe it. It's called a loop. And they use it to check that your crop marks and their printer's marks and their targets are all aligned and in line. You don't necessarily need to do that. You shouldn't need to do that. But it's cool looking through a loop. You get a really close look at to what's going on on the dot level of that press sheet. You get a really close look at the screen values. You get a really good look at how the paper is reacting to that ink. This is for screen print, letterpress, offset, all of the above. Get in there with a loop. It's just cool to do. It's fun to do. Look over all of the press sheet. Look it over. Are there any spots, any streaks, any um, gradients that don't look smooth? Is it blotchy? Does it, does it look smooth and streak-free? If it does, happy days. If there are spots, if gradients look mottled or not nice, um, if there's weird streaks that you're unsure of what they are, ask. Circle them and ask. Address those questions. After you're assured that it looks good, the colors are great, it's on the right paper and you're happy with all of that, ask to compare it with the die line overlay if you have one. Now, usually when a printer is producing proofs for a packaging project or a project with a foil stamp or something like that or an emboss or something like that, they'll create a separate overlay that lies over top of your high resolution proof to show you the positioning and the artwork for that particular special feature, that foil, that emboss, that die line. Ask for that sheet. Lay that over your press sheet. This is a great opportunity for you to just check that your artwork's in the great position or on all the right positions and that your embossing and your foil stamping is going to be in the correct position as well once it's on the actual press sheet you're going to be printing on. It likely will be. Nothing too much to concern about. But while you're there, have a look. You can. So why not? Another thing to look for when you are checking color and that is the side to side of the sheet, end to end of the sheet being color matched. When you are printing a booklet, for example, and you've got for um, you know solid pages of a certain color, if you want those pages to match throughout the book, when they lay that out on a press sheet, they're not all going to be in a straight line, easy to see that, oh yeah, those are the same color, those match. You might have one in the top back corner of the press sheet and one in the bottom front corner of that press sheet. Pick up that sheet 
fold it and put them side by side so that they're ma- beside each other or overlapping each other. Do they match? Do they look good? The pressmen likely already did this for you, but this is your chance to play around with that sheet to interact with your printed project more and to check that. So go for it. Now, when you've done that, you've asked all of your questions of the production manager and the pressman. They're all answered. Any color concerns, any paper concerns, any other questions or anything have all been addressed and you are happy with what you're seeing. Sign it. Don't hesitate. Sign that sheet and get on out of there. Let them run that press. Printers are running presses billed by the hour in most cases. So, hey, let's not hang around longer than we need to. Don't hesitate to ask questions if you have questions. They are happy to answer them. But once that's all been sorted and done, you get out of there. Save the small talk for when the press is running. So that is my sort of chat about press checks. And, you know, I really want to emphasize that press checks are fun. They are there for you. I can understand that going to your first few press checks is going to be a little bit nerve-wracking because, you get to make the call in person. Sometimes, you know, there's two, four, six people there from pressmen, second pressmen, um, production manager, and th- those sort of people there from the printer, but they are there to help you. They are there to help answer any questions that you might have about that project. They are there to serve you. So try and not be too nervous about it or too worried about it. And if things come up, you have the experts right there to answer any questions, any concerns you might have. I have been a part of press checks that take literally 30 seconds. A very experienced designer comes in, stands back, has a look at it. At the same time as they're picking up the sheet to get a closer look, they're feeling the stock. Yep, good, good, good. Looking around at it, checks the drawdown. Boom. Guys, this looks great. Signs the sheet and they're on their way. I've also had press checks that take four hours Sometimes this is a printer error that gets caught. Sometimes it's a design error that didn't translate like you thought it would to press. The more conversations that you can address during the proofing process before you get to press checks about color concerns and things like that, the better. But sometimes you just can't see it until it's on press. And when you're stuck in that sort of situation, the printer will be accommodating. They will understand. Um, Sometimes that might mean you need to wait for them to make some design changes or file changes and make new plates for the project. Now, in the event of that situation happening, during that situation, make sure that you are asking the production manager, asking your account manager, finding out exactly what the cost of these changes are. Before you say, yep, change it, that's got to be changed, especially if it's something that is on your side and not a printer error. Make sure you fully understand what making the decision to change that will cost. Sometimes it's nothing. Other times, it could be $1,000 with press downtime, with plates being needing to be remade, things like that. So make sure you know that because the worst situation is when you go through all of the changes of a press check that didn't start great and then it finishes great and you're happy with where they ended up, but you see an extra thousand bucks added to the invoice for press time for plates or whatever else. That sucks. It doesn't happen very often, but I really want for you to be able to avoid a situation like that. So 
that is sort of my my tips and my best practices from years experiencing press checks, both not only as the guy running the press and having customers come in for that, um, but also on the sales and customer management side, guiding somebody through the press check process, whether that's a new designer or an experienced designer. Proofing is there for your safety and the safety of the customer. Also remember that Proofing is your opportunity, your last, least expensive opportunity to catch any errors, typos, anything like that. So look at those proofs diligently and ensure that the first, the person who is paying the bill is signing the proofs. But in the event that the end customer using the product is not paying the bill, have the person who is using the product at the end, sign those proofs, sign those press sheets all of that. That is the safest bet for you as a designer to avoid all potential mishaps on the print side. That is it, guys. Bonus episode four of four coming to a close. Thank you so much for listening in. And if you have any questions about press checks, printing, anything print related, hit me up on Instagram. Do not hesitate to send me an email with any of your questions or send me a DM with any of your questions. I am happy to help answer them. Thanks. Talk to you again soon.